Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. I know y'all missed our voice. Oh, your favorite man. Too. Yeah. your favorite, too. You know who it is. Yeah, OG, OG Raw. <laughs> yes, What's oh, going on with you, bro? Man, it's good to be back, man, with everything going on with the COVID-19. I want to give a special shout-out since we have this platform to the healthcare workers, um, the postal workers, everyone that's continuing to do their job while this is going on. Hey, respect, Yes, man. my wife is one of those postal workers respect because uh man it's getting crazy but luckily we got some things with sports to talk about uh you know with with without sports we kind of have no show but now we got the draft we got all kind of things coming up so it's it's nice it's nice to be exactly exactly nice to be back man and uh so since we back man we might might as well get right into it don't even need to waste no time um the long-awaited mj document series the last dance preview last night the first two episodes uh, on, on ESPN yesterday, um, what was your biggest takeaway from the uh, from the uh, Last Dance? Uh, my biggest takeaway from it, uh, just from what I watched last night, Jordan, he is undeniably the goat. You know what I mean? His work ethic, just just what he brought to the court. You, you, he wasn't, you know, the biggest player. He wasn't the strongest player, but his work ethic, his determination to win, his sheer will, just to win. Man, it's unmatched by any any player I've ever seen. I won't get into the GOAT conversation just yet. We're going to touch on that a little bit later in the show. But I will give you this, man. Just from watching that last night, um, it, it, it gave us a little insight, a little background insight as, as, to, as to the killer instinct and the mentality that people always talk about of, of Michael Jordan. I, I really didn't learn that much from last night, but other than Michael Jordan is, like you say, the ultimate competitor, the yes, ultimate the winner. Ultimate. I'm going to do everything in my power that is going to take for, for, for me and my team to, to get this dub. And, and that's what I admire about Jordan. And, you know, uh, aside from all the six championships or whatever, you know, that most, most guys always talk about with Jordan. I mean, when you, when, when, when you listen to the people talk about Michael Jordan, you know, you heard Larry Bird talk about, that wasn't Michael Jordan. That was Jesus that was reincarnated. Yeah, you you know? know what I mean? Like, come so, on. <laughs> and, and that was only a 23-year-old Michael Jordan. That was that was young Michael Jordan. That was yes, pre-Scotty Pippen. That was before, you know, he's dropping 60 points, you know. And it. So that's what I got from last night. Michael Jordan is just the ultimate competitor, the ultimate guy. He's going to do everything in his power. 
to uh, actually win. Go ahead. And, and for like younger guys like me and yourself, I mean, we got to watch Jordan play. We, we're, we're guys that study the game. But yep. that documentary took a further step in depth on what, is, what it was like back then. The yep. icon Michael Jordan. We know Michael Jordan is great. You know what I mean? We yep. know he's great. Transcending. Yeah, exactly. And, and so you take that documentary and millions of people get to watch that. It kind of it kind of changes the world of sports for a little bit because you got that insight on him now. Now, now I'm looking at players like LeBron, like, man, you got a lot to, you know, a lot to live yeah, up man. to. That's a level there. That's a level. He's a level. Jordan's a level, man. It, 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 you know what? And, and that's crazy, man, because I, I always said that, you know, the one thing that I thought that LeBron was missing, you know, was that, was that, uh, I get it, that will to let's get everybody involved, let's make the right play. But I, I feel sometimes when you're just so great, you have to try your luck. And, you know, I I, I, I I kind of, you know, associate that with being like uh, for all my 2K players out there. You know, most people that really can't play the game, they go make a, you know, a big because they really got to do much, you know. Yep, yep, you, correct. Because all they got to do is press the buttons and let the game kind of, hope that they give him something. That was Michael Jordan. You know what? That may be the right play, you know, to pass it over there. But I'm just so great. I'm going to try my luck anyways. And sometimes I wish that's what what LeBron had, but Michael Jordan was on a total different level. And you could just see the respect that he got from his peers, former players, players now, and and everybody all over the world. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, and that's the thing. That I really liked about Jordan, you know, he was well respected. Celtics, Bulls, matchup, you know what I mean? Where well respected, but where where ah very well hated as well. Excuse me. Oh yeah, you know oh, what yeah, I mean. For sure. But <laughs> but they hated him because he was. They knew he was good. It was like this so guy good. is coming to our town to beat our team now, probably. And they knew with no that. help. It with was no just help. Him. You know what I mean? Just him. It was so, just him. And and, and, and that's and, what and I love about him. But and but me when I see let's say LeBron for instance you know because he's my favorite player uh, right now and um, I take LeBron for instance when LeBron goes to goes to certain cities everyone just loves LeBron no one's hating on him just hey LeBron yep. come on in here I'm coming to watch <laughs> I'm, I'm coming to watch LeBron play and exactly. that's Jordan man the aura of Jordan but let's let's uh, touch off to uh, another uh, uh, topic and we're gonna hop into that goat discussion that you mentioned. Earlier, we're gonna see if you still feel that same way. Earlier, uh, I mean, a little later on, <laughs> Jalen Green, the number one uh, high school basketball recruit, has chosen to go to the NBA G League instead of going to college. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think this is a good move by for him, bad move for him, or a good move for the NCAA? How do you see it? Great move for Jalen because when I look at the situation, what's going on right now. The COVID-19, we don't know if there's going to be an NCAA season. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? At least playing in front of fans at that. So one of the things that you you get into, like when you're in a college sport and you're great at it, you get into those things where, hey, I want my brand to be out there. Like Zion Williams was hyped up the whole, his whole entire college career. His whole life, basically. His whole life, you know what I'm saying? So you, you, you kind of have that going forward with you, and that helps you in the draft, I think, inevitably. It helps you having that hype surround you. And I don't think he's going to get that recognition, recognition with all this COVID-19 stuff going on. 
Um, and another thing I think about this, he, he probably wants the money, man. At this time, you know, times is getting hard, man. People losing jobs, people not, not, not so sure about the future. And then, you know, why not go sign this contract with the, the G League and get paid? I'm just saying, that's what I would have did. This is I the think right we move. got the, I think we got the, we on the, 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 the same, um, we on the same sheet of music when it comes to thinking that this was the right move for him. But I'm, I'm going to take it a little bit different. The situation that I know me and you have talked about on, on this show uh, a few times, a situation that, you know, is all over any sports talk radio concerning the NCAA. And I think this is a good move for Jalen and the rest of the people to follow him. And I say that like like Mikey Williams and these guys. In, 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 a, in three more years, Bronny James, when, when they're finna come up on this, senior year in high school, going into college or being able to go to the NBA. I think this helps that because we're starting to see more and more guys go overseas and play basketball rather than go to college. We've seen LaMelo Ball and R.J. Hampton go play in Australia this past year. And we're talking about those guys from the from what I hear from the experts, uh, probably is going to be top five picks in the draft. Yes, they, sir. And they didn't go to college, you know. So I think this is going to force the NCAA hand to make a decision. Either we're going to let these guys come play around in college for two semesters and then leave and waste a scholarship that that could have been for somebody that's going to stay there three years for four years and get their degree. Or we're going to start letting these guys go straight from high school to the pro and let them and let the NBA teams decide whether or not we're going to take a chance on a 17, 18 year old kid. Oh, yeah. So I think this is perfect. Oh, yeah. This most definitely changes the game of sports when you talk about that jump from the NCAA all the way up into the NBA, because if I don't have to go to college and waste my prime years, you know, 18, some of those guys can get paid while doing it. And I can get paid while doing it. They say salary is up to about 500K uh, plus going to the G League. Well, that's dang show better than waking up at 8 o'clock for a class or 7.30 for 8 a.m. class. That I don't, that I'm never going to use in my life, probably. That I'm never going to use because I'm only going to do about three or four classes and I'm already going to declare for the NBA draft. It makes no sense, this one and done crap. So I think this is going to help, man. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And I think the NBA did so right doing this move. They really took all that power from the NCAA. And I think, man, I think it goes deeper than just the NBA forcing their hand. versus forcing the NCAA. Their hand. I think it goes yeah. deeper than that. It goes way deeper than that, but that's, that's a topic for another time. And you know, Adam Silver, uh, before we, we, we switch over, and Adam Silver also came out and said, you know, the reason why they raise the amount of money and stuff that these kids are getting when they, when they, when they go this route is because he's seen how LaMelo Ball and R.J. Hampton literally had to go to another country to go play basketball Which when they should have been sense. able to do that in, 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 in their country. Exactly. So they raised the thing. And I like it. $500,000 to go play basketball when, um, um, you know, on the flip side of that, or oh, I just go to class and I get nothing. No, yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to take the $500,000. And like you say, it's hard times now, man. People need to go make money for their families. And that's exactly. the way that they feel, he feel that he can do it. Kudos to you, bro. Respect. Uh, yeah, Respect. do your thing. Yeah, I, I wish him nothing but the best. Uh, switching over to the NFL, you know, we got a uh, draft coming up on Thursday with all this crazy COVID nineteen news. You know, we 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 get lost in the shuffle here. But um, Joe Burrow is expected to be the number one pick. Uh, Cincinnati is expected to take him from all all the reports that's out there. Do you feel that this is a good move for for Cincinnati? Uh, I I feel like Cincinnati better take Joe Burrow's number one because first of all, 
your your fan base they they need hope. You had AJ Green, you had uh the redhead, the red rocket, Dalton, Dalton you know, <laughs> you had him, and the, the the expectations were always so high for those guys. I remember the year that they had the uh when the NFL goes around, they do like the mini camp series on HBO. Yep. Yeah, and they were on it. And I had such hard high, knocks. Hard knocks. Yeah, I had such high expectations for those guys after watching that, and then to see all their seasons just go down the drain. And people can blame coaching, people can blame this and blame that, but at the end of the day, drafting a quarterback with that much hype surrounding him it makes the fan base better. First of all, it makes the fan base happy, and then second of all, it gives you a real chance to be a competitor. So they better do it. I, I see it as the right choice. You're talking about a guy who's thrown for over 5,600 yards during his, uh, his senior year. You know what I mean? And he's decorated with accolades. So they, I think it's the right choice for them to pick him number one. I get it. I get the hype. Uh, I'm going to disagree. I think you can get it done with Andy Dalton. Now, is Andy Dalton, you know, going to gonna be, you know, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees? No, he's not. But I don't think I don't think you need him to do that. And this is where, and this is why I say that Joe Burrow to me, he may be a solid NFL quarterback. He may be the best thing that, that we've ever seen, but to me, he had a, a wonderful one year. He was in college for four years. We don't talk about one of those seasons. Granted, it was probably one of the best, if not the best college season we've ever seen by any player quarterback, no matter what the position, position. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, this. He, it seemed like he, he couldn't miss, you know, this year. Um, but what I think Cincinnati should do is I think Cincinnati should trade that number one pick to gather up draft picks. I mean, you still got A.J. Green. They had a terrible season last year, but people forget Andy Dalton was hurt for about nine, ten games last year. They was playing with third four guys that we never even heard of before. A.J. Green missed the season. So they were out there playing with a bunch of nobodies, really. So for me, Gather up draft picks. There's, this draft is receiver heavy. Get A.J. Green another target opposite of him to, to, to take that off of him. And then you start building with Andy Dalton and A.J. Green with your veterans. I don't know if Joe, if Joe Burrow is the guy. Maybe you, you, you draft him also because you don't believe in Andy Dalton, which most people don't. So you're prepping him for the future. But I think this team is just fine in a winnable division with a bunch of young quarterbacks. So you got the Browns there, which is my team. Yeah. And Baker didn't look great last year at all. And he had some of the best, the best targets that, that you could find. And that in, was in, about to bring me to my next point. So you get, you get those quarterbacks that come out with so much hype, like Baker Mayfield. And yep. then you end up with a, a, I think Baker Mayfield at this point, I think he's rated a dud to me. He's rated a dud. He's not the greatest thing I've ever seen. Deshaun Watson's better. There's so many other quarterbacks that are better than him. Patrick Mahomes. I can agree with that statement. I can agree with that statement. You know what I mean? Patrick Mahomes. It's so many other quarterbacks that didn't have all that hype surrounding them Mm -hmm. come out and just play ball. And if Joe Burrows can come out and just play football and not worry about State Farm commercials, uh, whatever else that uh, Baker Mayfield is doing, you you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I think he can have a real chance of being great. I think he's a once in a generational talent. I thought I seen him there last year. I was like, but that's why I amazing. think. But that's why I think in this quarterback draft, bro. I think you can go get Tua. You yeah, can go get, get Tua because you still have Andy Dalton. Like I mean, Andy Dalton is no scrub here now. Like he, he, like I say, he's no Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, but he's no scrub. You can draft Tua, who's probably still 
going to be needing a heal from that, who I think is the best quarterback in this draft. And you can let him sit and learn the NFL game rather than trying to already probably throw Joe Burrow in the fire. Because, see, we live in this world now, man, where these guys now, we respect they them get to perform. thrown right in the fire. Exactly. We respect they, them to perform. It, yeah. <laughs> perform. When back in the day, let's not forget Aaron Rodgers shot behind Brett Favre for how long? Oh, yeah. You know, before exactly. he got his his, his first shot. The same so, thing with Patrick Mahomes. He shot behind Alex yeah. Smith. I was like, Who exactly. is this guy? <laughs> exactly. Know? So we get so caught up in putting these guys in right away. I think that's going to be Burrow's downside. But you got Andy Dalton in, in, in a division where Big Ben is coming back from off injury. How will he perform? He's getting older. Like I mentioned, Baker Mayfield. Uh Lamar Jackson's still a, a, a young quarterback, no matter if he's won the MVP last year and how great he, he's progressing. He's still a young quarterback. So I think that's still a winnable division for Cincinnati as long as they get the, the, the right weapons. I, I, but I guess you can't not take Burrow with the season he just had oh, yeah, at number you can't one not take when him. you had the struggles that you, have at, that, that you had at quarterback. If anything, you can take him and trade him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you, take, but you have them. to take them. Yeah, I, I, I take get them. it from that standpoint, but on just my personal opinion, and, I don't think that that they and, that they need to necessarily get rid of Dalton right and, right now. And I know Andy Dalton was hurt, but yep, the Bengals' offense was still ranked thirtieth. Hey, they beat my Browns without. Teams. You know what I mean? Like, they beat my Browns though without Andy Dalton and AJ Green. Yeah, so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You get Andy Dalton back healthy. A.J. Green is fully healthy, and then you get another receiver. There's Jerry Judy. There's C.D. Lamb. There's plenty of receivers in this draft, man. Oh, Alabama, it's a top-heavy draft with receivers. Yeah, it's you know, top-heavy. So you, you get them another, another target, and here we are. The same thing kind of what Matt Ryan, what the Falcons did with Matt Ryan. They give Julio another target, but I, that's another topic because I think they need to do something different over there. Let me ask you this, though. Yep. So, do you think – Let's say I, I see the Bengals as a, a failing a failing franchise right now, just like the Browns. They're a failing franchise trying to trying to come up on the come up. Do you think going to a team like the Bengals, other than a team, let's say like let's say maybe uh, let's say the Cowboys, for example, and him sitting behind a Dak Prescott, you know, a team that's kind of winning, would, would that help the chances of him being a better player? Like help his production because we look at Baker Mayfield. He went to the Browns, and the Browns still don't have an upside, and they got all the talent. I wouldn't say that. I would say he's probably better off. Well, obviously his weapons in Dallas would be better with with their with their new additions, you know. But and they're and them keeping Cooper. But I think and you know obviously that you have Zeke in the backfield. You can never go wrong with that. So I think he'll be in a better situation there. So I think he's already in a better situation to succeed right. because of the talent level. But I think being in Dallas, being America's team, with being in the spotlight, that can that can you know kind of you know blind some people and get people off in that hype and start getting in trouble. And now Very he's true. never been in trouble, you know. So you know that's nothing to worry about. But the pressure of of you know quote unquote playing for America's team, you know that could put a lot of pressure. On 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 somebody, I think Cincinnati is a better situation. Little lower market, little little um, you know, less in the spotlight. You could just do do your job. So I I think Cincinnati be better. Dallas obviously just have the, the better weapon. So one more question for you before we we end this you know this uh-huh. discussion. What what the hell is wrong with the Browns then? <laughs> what is wrong with Baker Mayfield? <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
I honestly think Freddie Kitchens was wrong with, with Baker Mayfield. And okay, I can see now, that. Now, Baker Mayfield threw a, a bunch of terrible balls. I argue with fans all the time in these Cleveland Brown groups, you know, that I'm in. And, you know, where they try to, you know, um, pacify Baker. And Baker made a lot of bad throws last year. He, he threw slants in the dirt high behind, behind receivers. He missed Odell I don't know how many times last year. But Freddie Kitchens didn't help him. You know, Most we got definitely. a guy in his first game as head coach. First game as head coach. We're losing by seven on on our side of the field on fourth and ten with a minute minute left, and we're running the draw play. You know, so coaching the the fighting amongst amongst each other that didn't help. I think we're going to see a little bit better Baker Mayfield this year with Stefanski, a new system, a guy who who who's been in the league for a while, who's called plays, who's been in NFL locker rooms as one of the main guys. I think we're going to see a better Baker this year. All right. I'm going to mark your words now. I'm going to mark your yep. words. Hey, hey, we'll see. Hey, <laughs> stay right here in the NFL. Uh, Cam Newton, still without a job. What do you think is the best fit for Cam, or what do you think he he would uh, um, he's going to end up landing? I was praying. I mean, I was on my knees. I got down. <laughs> I said, man, best, <laughs> please go get Cam Newton. And we go get Nikki Foles. I think the Bears would have been <laughs> the best situation for Cam Newton. Honestly, I think it would have been great for him. I was like, man, we got a quarterback that can move. But no, we got Nick Foles, man. So I think the Bears would have been the best situation. But now when I look at the, the whole math of things, if, if he goes to San Diego, I would be happy with that decision. You know what I mean? San Diego, they really need a, a quarterback over there right now. Um I or I mean I wouldn't want to go to the Dolphins if I was him. I don't think that's an ideal situation <laughs> because Cam at this point in his career he needs to win. He really needs to yeah. win, and yeah. I think San Diego will give him his biggest chance to actually try to go for the gusto. You know, so I would mm-hmm. I would say San Diego, man. I'm gonna go opposite, and it's going to sound a bit cliche because obviously we hear this all over the time. But honestly, to me, I think New England is his best landing spot, and let me tell you why. What has, or let me ask you a question before I get to all of this. All right, go ahead. What has Tom Brady made a living by doing the past 10, 12 years? Doing what Belichick said. <laughs> <laughs> Within the offense, Tom Brady has made a living with the short passing game. We're yeah. going to run a bunch of screens. We're going to run slants, quick outs. Well, that's, that's Cam's Newton game, the short passing game. He's never been a... A, a a a accurate passer, a high percentage accurate passer. I think his best season, he was at 61%, you know, completion percentage. That's Cam's Newton game. Short passes, we're going to get the screen game involved. Also, having Cam Newton there is going to help the running game because now we got a guy that's mobile. We got a guy that's Tom Brady-like, maybe not as cerebral uh, as, as, as Tom Brady, but a guy that, that can master the short passing game. He, that's, that's what he did in Carolina. We're going to throw the ball to Greg Olson, 10, 15 yards in the middle of the field, and we're going to just keep doing that. I'm going to stop you, though, before you get hype about all of it. Just Go because, ahead. like I said, back to my point, Tom Brady listened to what Belichick said. Cam Newton is a wildflower. You don't but know I think, what but this guy's going to do. Like, but I think Belichick can, can hone that. Because so if, Belichick if, can put if, him in if, check. <laughs> yeah, because if you think about it, right, if, if you think about it, 
Cam Newton is only a problem when he's not winning. Right. You know, we we basically fought a guy for basically acting out for 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 losing something that that we as regular human beings that's what we act do, out about. <laughs> you, you know, exactly. you know. And, and this guy is getting paid millions of dollars. He can easily just say, hey, "I don't care, man. I'm getting my money." But we're talking about a guy that's 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 consistently trying to get better and cares about winning. Yes. And we criticize him on that. I think Belichick can hone that in. Like I say in Carolina, that's what he made a living. We're gonna run the football. We're gonna we're gonna um, throw short passes, and we're gonna play great defense. That's Belichick's motto. We're gonna play great defense. We're gonna not turn the ball over, which we don't throw the ball down the field, Josh McDaniels. We keep it, we keep it five, 10 yards. We take our shots when we need to. We're gonna run the football, control the clock, and that's how we're gonna win games. I think the New England Patriots perfect landing spot for Cam, but we'll see where he ends up uh going. For Cam, My, I hope he goes, I hope he goes to a team like San Diego or New England. I think it would be good for him. Because honestly, I want to see the man, I want to see him win. I want to see him like win. Cam. I want to see him win. You know, um and like you said, when when we lose, we all act out. We all feel some type of way about losing. Yep. That's just to show that hey, I'm not here just to collect a million dollars. I want to win. I'm trying to win. But in New England, do they have receivers? No, I don't know who you gonna throw it to up there. But hopefully but they can get something. Hey, but let's not let's let's not mistake ourselves here. The year that they won, the year Cam won MVP, and they went to the Super Bowl, he didn't have a number one receiver. That was the year. Kevin Benjamin tore his ACL in training camp after his 1,000-yard rookie season. Yeah. And that would have only been Kevin Benjamin's second year. He had no number one receiver. It was just him and Greg Olson in that defense, you know. And that's the year he won MVP, and they got to the Super Bowl. And, you know, I think if they probably played any other team other than that Peyton Manning Bronco team, they probably would have had a good, a good chance, a better chance at, um, at, at getting his first Super Bowl. So this goes to my question. Do you think if uh, New England lands – Cam Newton, right? If they mm-hmm. land him, do they go get receivers to compliment him, or do they keep letting him play with these the, with whoever the receivers are? I, I I can't name them. No, nah, they have to. They because, got to, right? You know, they first round pick from last year, Nikhil Harry from uh, Arizona State. He missed most of last season with a foot injury. So, are we really maybe maybe this time off uh, help him heal that foot and he can become the guy that they think he he can be? Um, but you have to go get a receiver in this draft to help Cam. Or you can go get a tight end. He, he loves throwing the tight ends, big targets. That's what Belichick and Josh McDaniels specialize in, the, the tight ends. So maybe you go get him a tight end. But I think in the first round, you have to go get him a wide receiver target that he can actually depend on and throw the ball to. Most definitely. Because if not, I think you, you really um, – This is wasting you know, the talent, man. This yeah, you, you, you know, that's, that's, that's just waiting on him to fail, especially he don't even have a tight end to throw the ball to. So um, back 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 to basketball. Back to this MJ thing. Uh, you said some earlier today when you first started off. MJ is the goat. Yes. Who is the goat? Is MJ, MJ. the goat? MJ, MJ is, is the, the goat. goat. I mean, uh, like I said, you 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 take away people say he had help. A lot of people you're gonna have to have help to win some of these games. You just gotta have it, right? Mm-hmm. Right, so and you talk about a guy who's undefeated in NBA Finals, like undefeated, not a blemish on his record. You talk about a guy who competitors they they fear and respect him. That Larry Bird said, "quote unquote," right? He said, 
it was like a reincarnation of Jesus playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greats, and Larry Bird is one of the greats of all greats. You know what I mean? He's definitely top top ten in the greatness chain. So when you got people saying stuff like that about you uh, and, and competitors that that fierce competitors, because Larry Bird won no punk. Larry Bird won no punk. Now Larry Bird so, get at you. And when you got guys like that saying that about you. Man, that docu-series told me everything I needed to know. The, the GOAT conversation is over. You know what I mean? He's the uh, GOAT. I agree. And I'm a LeBron fan. Anybody that, that know me personally know how I feel about LeBron, Raymond James. That's my dog. That's yes, my sir. favorite basketball player. He's probably been my favorite basketball player since I was, you know, probably in like seventh, eighth grade or something like that. Um, And the only reason why I'm going to say Michael Jordan is the GOAT because I think LeBron James is a better basketball player. Oh, yeah. IQ like, the skills involved, yeah. everything that involves of playing the game of basketball. But I, I, I cannot and I will not ever Say the forgive LeBron for the 2011-2012 finals. I, I just can't. You give Michael Jordan at 28 years old, 27, how old LeBron was, 26, 27, you get no, he was 26. You give him D Wade and, and Chris Bosch to just play against the Dallas Mavericks, just dirt, just dirt, though. You don't lose in six. Mike, 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 Mike may finish that in five, if not a sweep. That's true. He, he don't, he, he don't lose that in, 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 in six. It, it, it just don't happen, not against that team. So I could just never. I can never, you know, forgive LeBron for that. The only, the only thing that would have that would have made me forget that is if, if he beat that Warriors team with KD. Oh yeah, if he would have beat the get, Warriors team with KD, hey, hey, crown him goat. You know, yeah, because who has Jordan and played in the finals that was ever that good? No one with no that one. many with that much firepower. And that that Warriors Current team firepower. was stacked. I'm talking stacked. I, I mean, you got Steph Curry, two time MVP. Klay Thompson, obviously one of the best shooters. I mean, we're talking about a guy that scored 63 points or 67 points. Yeah, come on, bro. Off like, two like, bro, let's like let's let's be let's be real here. KD, six foot eleven. Can't nobody stop him. It, it uh, like like it, it kills me when people say, Oh, um, can oh LeBron can't stop KD. Who can? He's six eleven. That's just if like you Giannis. anybody. Giannis. Yes. <laughs> you can't stop that by yourself. He don't he don't see your hand. He's 6'11. He he don't see that. So I, I I don't think Mike loses that finals. So the only way LeBron could have gotten that back is to beat that Warriors team. And he didn't do it. He got swept and then he got beat in five. So it not his fault, obviously, but that's just what happened. And it, I, I just can't do it. Basketball player, though, I think LeBron is the better. Player, we're talking passing, we're talking rebounding, we're talking, you know, overall, overall game, exactly. offensive game, defensive game. We're talking the competition Mike had to go against, against the guys LeBron had to go against. And people talk about the competition. And it's like back in Jordan Day, it was more big man heavy. Oh, yeah, that big man controlled the game, really. You look at the, the great big men from there. You got Charles Barkley, 
You got Mo. You Oakley, got Elijah Yeah, you got uh, man. Got you some... bird. You got all these. You know, um, worthy. You you got all all of these bigs back in that day. You got Magic you know, Johnson, who was a big that was playing point guard, playing right? point guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Compare it to what what NBA athletes have to go through today. I'm talking as far as athleticism. We're talking guys like KD, six eleven, that can put the ball on the floor, go around you, pull up for a jumper. We're, that that can do everything. Spot. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. We're talking guys six seven and above here that that can do this. Jordan, Jordan, and back in Jordan days, the guys that was guarding Jordan was six four, six three. I mean, Garrett Payton had to guard Jordan in in in, in, in one final. I, I think the athleticism is on a different scale. Most so definitely. that's why I, I I say Jordan was a monster. I mean, come on, bro. Like if 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 you if you seen Jordan and if you're watching this documentary, you see the athlete Jordan was, what he can do on a basketball court. And, but I'm just talking and about it a wasn't level of no soft play. There was oh, no, no soft play. I'm talking you hand checking, you might get stepped on. Anything yep. with you ain't had no real Rubio jump stop. Yeah, see, someone ran up on your jump shot and they were underneath it. It wasn't no real rule against it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like nah, exactly. So, so I, I think we both in agreement here. MJ to go, and I don't think I think LeBron is there. I don't think nobody else is 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 ahead there. I think it's MJ Bron, but yeah, I I, I don't think. Yeah, this is this is a it's a no brainer to me after yeah, watching it's, that it's, documentary. It's, it's, and me, I yeah, it's a no brainer. And you know me, I'm diehard LeBron. I, I I bought tickets same day when LeBron came to town. You know what I mean? Like on that type fan type stuff, man. So like, I I, I love to say LeBron is the best basketball player I've ever seen because he is. He's the best basketball player I've ever seen. But he's but not you just the can't argue. He's you just not can't the goal, argue though. with the yeah the the totality of it. So uh. Moving on, NFL, there's been a bunch of talk about Odell trading, getting traded. Mike did the pasta, came out, said, you know, they haven't thought about it. Do you think this is smoke and mirrors? you think they're serious? you think they're entertaining? Or do you think that they even should entertain getting rid of Odell? Um, at this point, I think if they have another season, like the season they just had, you got to get rid of Odell. You, you got to let them go. You got to – basically, you got to disband the team, really, I think, at that point, because you got a new coach. You know what I mean? You got a new quarterback. What what more do you want? You know what I'm saying? What more What more can we give them to help them get over the hump? Like – um, I think you have to give it a, a few years. I mean, uh, you know – What's a few years to Odell's – Like two years. Odell's because, has he, – he's had injuries. You know what I mean? He's getting yeah, older. That's true. So, that's true. That's but he's still in his mid twenties. He's still he's he's still in his twenties. Baker Mayfield is still young. Jarvis Landry is still young. Najoku is still young. Chubb is still young. You have a bunch of young pieces on that offense. I think you have to keep it together for at least two more years. Give Stefanski and his crew time to to if they show that they're competent enough to do the job. You have to give them at least two years under the system. Think about it. And this would be Baker's Mayfield. Yeah, this would be Baker Mayfield's second season in the NFL. I got an unpopular opinion. Yeah, correct, correct. He's had three offensive coordinators. He's had more offensive coordinators than years played in the NFL. And that's not even counting this year's offensive coordinator, which will be four. So four in three years. That you do you you have to give him time to work into a system. 
two years, I think, is good enough. That don't happen. You have to trade somebody. And whoever has the, the best trade value, you have to get something for them. But you have to give them two years. I, I, I give them two years, but I, I got an unpopular opinion for you. Here it is. Yes, sir. Who really wants to win a championship for Cleveland other than LeBron? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. I don't That's think no one is that motivated to win one like LeBron was. LeBron had to go win that thing for Cleveland. Those yeah, guys he even went there, back. They're, they're he even like, went back. Right, we, we know we're the Browns, right? We're the Browns. It's kind of like that mud dogs on Waterboy. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we don't come out and win. Hey, we gonna, <laughs> hey, we gonna, we gonna shot some people this year. But staying right here, the standing NFL. What's your thoughts on Tom Brady? Obviously, Tom Brady, he's no longer a New England Patriot. What is your thoughts on Tom Brady going to Tampa, and can he get it done? And Tampa, mm-hmm. not get it done. Let's not put Super Bowl pressure on him right now. Will they make the playoffs this upcoming year? <laughs> so, man, when Tom Brady left for Tampa, I was like, this ain't real. This is fake news, you know. I was like, this is some Donald Trump fake news type stuff, right? Nah, none of that. It is so real, bro. And he was excited about it. He's excited. So, and I, I've excited. never I've seen, seen Brady this, like, outspoken and pumped about being excited other than when he was going – or won a championship, you know what I mean? And he's excited like that already before the season. I think him and Tampa Bay, they got some they got some bright stars ahead of them because they got that offense down there full of receivers, stacked. You got you got Mike Evans, the big body, you know what I mean? You got you got the fast kid uh um Godwin down there. You got they yeah. got some players down there, man, that can flat out ball. Jameis Winston, let's get don't don't get it twisted. Jameis they Winston rid of him. He was he used to be a dog, but that man he just ain't got it, man. It's something. It's a disconnect there. So Brady going there, it, it, I think it, it gives him real playoff hopes. Oh, uh, I don't think they made the playoffs, man. For real, I I I, I don't think they made the playoffs. And even with the new CBA, uh, each conference get an extra team. So now, uh, it's no longer six teams. There's seven teams per conference now. Um. I don't think they get it done, man. You know that the NFC is tough, and I still think that that's a. I still think that's the Saints' division. You know, the the, the NFC West is likely going to get two to three teams in. We're talking the 49ers is going to get to the playoffs, and Seattle is more likely going to get to the playoffs. And if you throw in the Rams, that could possibly have a better year this year, playing and playing a third place schedule because they're better than the team that they they're better than their record was last year. We're talking about the the NFC North Division. Uh, then you got your the, division, yeah, your division. You know where we know for sure either the Packers or the Vikings are going to probably win that division. I, is I don't that mean shade? To put your is down. that shade? No, it, it ain't. It ain't really shade. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying the Packers or the Vikings are clearly the better team right now, and we know one of them is probably going to get a wild card. And we can throw in your Bears because let's let's be honest. They're, they're better than what they record were. I think you guys need to get rid of Trubisky. Oh, yeah. He's got to go. Trubisky's you know, got to go. Most definitely. The, you, you know, the Cowboys is going to be better. They're better than what they record were last year. Oh, and now and that everybody got money? Oh, they playing. You know, so the NFC is tough, man. And I, I don't want to count Brady out, but I'm just saying this is Tampa, you know. And 
you you still gonna have to go through the Saints. I got a question you're for still you. Still gonna have to go through the Saints. Yes, sir. Do you think Brady did a money grab before he before he exits the league? Yeah, you oh, he think it's to. all a money grab? I think it's a money he grab had to. too as well. He had to because <laughs> because you can't tell me that um the Chargers got rid of Phillip Rivers and that wasn't a viable option for him to go to. You know, to the back to the Chargers or back to LA because he's from California. Back, he would have loved to California. That. Exactly. He would have loved that. And, and, and retire. But who else is going to give him $30 million a year? To nobody. Not, nobody know? in their right mind, but Tampa Bay. Yeah, nobody's going to give a 40 something year old quarterback that just came off one of the worst seasons of, of his career. Nobody's going to give him $30 million a year other than Tampa because they wanted to move on for, from Jameis Winston. So I think it was more of a money grab. I think it was a bad, a bad, bad move. Saints still own the NFC South. That NFC West is tough. NFC North is a tough division. They're going to have to fight to get in the playoffs. I don't want to count them out yet, but I, as of right now, I say no. I say no. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm hold that on you. I'm going to hold that one on you. I'm gonna, Please do. I'm going to hold it on you. Don't worry Please about do. that. Please do. I'm telling you, I've never seen Brady this excited before the season. I think he has something to kind of prove. You know, let him know, hey, man, that should have – if New England has a worse season than Tampa Bay, I, I'm 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 putting it on Belichick. I'm like, you should have kept it for like two more years, man. No, I think they had to move on from Tom Brady, but we'll see how Tom Brady performs this year. He he, he definitely has has better weapons and, and better targets down there in, in Tampa. So we'll see. But, we'll see how uh, if he can keep Mike Evans happy because so, we know Mike Evans like the deep ball. Let's look at it though, like so. Why didn't he stay in New England? Why Why didn't he stay? Well, Belichick didn't want him there either. Right, I Belichick mean, I know didn't Colin want him. Kraft wanted him. He loved him. But when you already had that much tension with, with the head coach, and this tension has been reported now for about three, four years now. You know, they won the Super Bowl, and they were talking about this same thing. So I I, I, I think it was time to move on. It was just it, – it, 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 it had got old to him. Remember, uh, Belichick wanted to move on. From him a few years ago, exactly. Garoppolo, yep. You know, so I think this is this was already the, the move before uh, the he season was getting older. Exactly. Yeah, he was getting older. We need to start rebuilding. We need to start looking towards the future and not just for Tom Brady. And 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 so I I, I think it was a mutual agreement that appreciate it. We we did good things here, but it's time for both of us to move on. And what I'm seeing from New England is that. They don't. They don't really care what the fans think. They they was like, okay, man, we gotta do what's yeah. best for us. You know yeah. what I mean? Going forward, and that's what I, I like mean because about they gotta keep butts in the stands. Yeah, exactly. They're like, we, we we're we're on this. That's why they're and we're trying the, to win. We're not trying to lose. Exactly. We know he's not trying to lose. So let's let's get let's get a move on. This is the best quarterback draft that we're gonna see in a long time. We got some free agent quarterbacks that's that's out there. Some young guys. We're gonna see what we can do here. And we're going to let Tom Brady do his thing. Because I think, in my mind, I think that New England could have offered Tom Brady, you know, like, at least five mil. And Tom Brady. No, I think he wanted more. Tom Brady no, would have went more. back, I think. I think he just No, I think he wanted more. Because of the love. I think he wanted more. Because but this, he, he's never gotten that payday. Right. And like, like you said, this is that money grab. This is the money grab. And, and he's won his Super Bowls. I mean, he's six and three in Super Bowls. He, he's won his Super Bowls. So he know even if I don't win another Super Bowl, I got two years, thirty million dollars a year. Facts. 
and I can become a free agent in, in a few years if I want to, to to possibly get more money if I'm still playing well. So he he's basically bet on himself. I'm gonna take this two year deal. I'm a, I'm gonna be a free agent, and if if and if I play well, I'm gonna be in line to get a few more million dollars. You know, with 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 the new CBA, they, they agree into more money and all this other stuff. So I think it's that's what Tom wanted. Best of luck to him. I still don't see them getting to the playoffs this year, but best of luck to them and their thirty million dollar quarterback. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> That's going to be it for today's show, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Unpop Paint Podcast. I'm Grant Hefe. That's OG Raw, bro. You want to take us out of here? As always, guys, stay safe. Uh, we want to give another shout-out to the healthcare workers. Really appreciate you guys. Hey, man, great show, Billy. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, man, appreciate you, bro. That's it.